Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Anna, I'm going to ask you if uh, you are guilty of um, doing this to men that you've been in a relationship with. <laughs> okay, all right. There's a term called ghost lighting. All right. Ghost lighting is a combination of two really terrible things. One, ghosting. Two, gaslighting. Oh. And uh, I've had both those things done to me. I have ghosted in the past. Yeah. I tried not to gaslight. Ghosting is, uh, for example, if you're in a relationship and you don't like the person anymore and you slowly just start responding less to them, you start hanging out with them, and eventually they're just like, that person just like vanished. You just they drop, just yeah, ghosted yeah. away. Drop off the face of the earth. Gaslighting is if you were to say to somebody, um, whoa, why did you say that to me the other day? That was really rude the way you said that. And they were like, I didn't say that. Gaslighting is denying the actual truth, and then the person feels like they're crazy. Ghost lighting is combining the two. Okay. Have you done one, both uh, of those things? Okay, so I've read uh, ghosting, yeah, plenty of times. The gaslighting thing, I wouldn't say that that is something that I... I really do, but I had read I'd, I'd read something about this ghostlighting, and it said that one of the things you might use to gaslight them is claiming, "Oh, well, I just I stopped talking to you." If they're like, "Well, why'd you ghost me?" and you're like, "Well, I just stopped talking to you because I've been really busy," that is something that I'm extremely guilty of. In fact, I almost feel like I'm doing them a favor by saying that rather than just saying the truth like, yeah, I didn't like you, so I just stopped talking to you. And I don't necessarily know if that's gas. I don't know if you're saying that you think that is gaslighting. I don't think it is because you're not blaming them for it. You're not saying that they were wrong. You're just saying, you're just lying. But, well, yeah, so you're kind of tricking them into thinking like, well, I've just been really busy. Like, uh. I... You know well, what I mean? They're I like, think, you stop talking to me. It's like, no, I've just been so busy. Or like maybe, maybe, maybe part of your thing was like, you stopped liking them as much. And then your excuse was be like, you did start ghosting them. And then they say, why? And you go, well, I mean, you were, you were wanting to hang out all the time. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe not, but maybe you just don't like them anymore. Yeah. I don't know. It's not I, good. Yeah, it's not. I, but then again, dating is so different now. It's not the same. You know, people want the same rules that used to exist years ago, but online dating didn't exist. Now that online dating exists and it's so common, there I just feel like the rules are kind of different. I, di I disagree. Here's why I say online dating changes the first part of when you meet somebody. Once you meet somebody in person, all those rules are back to the way they always were. If you treat somebody right, my solution to all of these things is be direct. Don't yeah. You don't have to be hurtful. You don't have to be negative. But like if I go on a date, if I've been chatting with somebody for weeks and I finally meet them and I'm not feeling it, usually like the next day, I'm direct and very nice. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just don't think this is going to work. And they may not like it, but at least I feel like they respect me for doing that. And you're right. And, and that's probably the good thing to do. But with online dating, sometimes you are dating multiple people people i'm so confused you're when you say online dating 
But uh, you, you make it seem like you did. Make, but you what? make it seem like you're just living. You're not meeting these people. If they were all online conversations, that's different. But if you'd never met them and it's all virtual conversations, yeah. that's. I would agree with you at that point. But if you once you meet somebody, it's not online dating anymore. You've met them. You're now in person dating. Yeah, but if you if you have the online dating app, then you usually match with multiple people in a small time frame. So you go out with all of these people, you know, within the, a few weeks at a time. Uh -huh. So maybe you've met all of them, but it's over it's almost overwhelming, so it's like, all right, I'm just going to drop off the face of the earth, earth with this guy. Just communicate. You've never felt that way? Like, uh, well, the most number of people I've ever dated at once is two, ever. Okay. Well, it be and it happened one time. <laughs> and I remember feeling guilty about it. And I asked somebody about it. They're oh. like, no, that's actually kind of normal. I'm like, really? Yeah, because you're not. It doesn't mean that you're going to marry all of them. This is just going out for dinner with a few for different people. Early on, I think yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Definitely. Especially if you start to... <laughs> I, know, I think what I said just sounded really bad, but... I'm just saying, if you've met them, I feel like you deserve to communicate with them. If you, it's only ever yeah. been virtual, then fine. Just bail. I think if, you're right. It's not as bad that way. That's my opinion. I think you're right, and I think I'm just not... <laughs> I'm just not doing I mean, it. How many, like, I'll admit. Can I'm I ask good. a question? I don't know if you're going to answer this. Well, I'm scared. <laughs> you should be, actually. This is... Okay. What is the most... <laughs> What's the most number of men you've ever dated at once? Like at one multiple okay, like conversations. Going out for dinner, I'm not conversations saying multiple conversations. I'm just genuinely curious. <laughs> it's okay. I said mine's two. I don't know. Yes, you do. I don't. No, I really don't have ballpark. Like okay, I don't I'll, know. Maybe three or four. Hmm. Maybe three or four. What? You don't believe me? <laughs> I think it's probably four. I would. Possibly it's probably five. three or four. But you had again. This is your. This is making me sound bad. I. This is online dating. You. <laughs> you match with someone, and you don't know that they matched with you until maybe a couple days later. So at that point, you might have four matches at once, and then they all reach out. Hey, how are you? Anna, and it's like, oh gosh, I'm not judging so you, you for that. <laughs> you I'm not judging you at all for that. And then that. they all ask you out to dinner. I'm not judging like, you for all that. All right, fine. And if you decide <laughs> that you don't feel any of them, you need to write back to all four of them and be like, I'm sorry, I don't want to keep talking to you. Really? Abs, be a good oh, person. So this. This is why oh, I don't it's so, have... it's so much so complicated, yeah. huh? Well, I've deleted all the apps currently. You okay, know that, Okay, well, right? let's revisit this it's, in three months. It's too overwhelming. <laughs> it's too much. Oh, we're back in deletion zone now. <laughs> all right, well, we'll revisit this yeah. in October. <laughs> so I guess the job market in China is not great right now. Young people are struggling to find jobs, so their parents are hiring them as what they call full-time children. Mm -hmm. So that means that they do chores around the house, maybe drive their parents around to run errands, and then their parents pay them a salary. Yeah. Um, my mom is on the phone. Her name's Barb. She's in Iowa. She's so busy. She's constantly have things going on. And I, I was going to ask her, Mom, if I was a full-time child of yours and you had to pay me a salary, what are some of the things that you would have me do around the house? Oh, boy. Are you ready? Uh -oh. <laughs> I told you, Anna. Get a list. Okay. Okay, uh, clean the dog kennels every day <laughs> and feed the feed and water all the dogs. Okay. Make sure you do the, the laundry, the blankets and things. For the dogs. For, for the dogs. For the dogs. For the dogs. Okay. Feed the, the cows uh, four buckets <laughs> of grain a day. Okay, got it. Uh, mow the lawn. Oh, every day. All, Your favorite? Uh, five, five acres. <laughs> five acres? What? Yeah, okay. yeah, five acres. Okay, um, got it. Clean up the messes that the big dogs make around the yard with stuff that they get into and oh. drag out like like it looks like a trash yard. 
sometimes. Okay, so oh. pick up all the trash that the dogs drug out. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Got it. Uh-huh. Empty the garbages uh, the into the big dumpster okay. uh-huh. as needed. Uh-huh. I needed. would have you um, clean the house, uh, washing the, hand, the floors by hand on, well, on your <laughs> hands and knees. Yeah. No mops uh, which, allowed. Which is what my cleaning lady does. Literally. The, the cleaning Literally. lady has knee pads and has to get down and wash yes. the <laughs> floors yes. by yes. hand. Okay. Change the bedding once a week. <laughs> uh, do the laundry, uh, the people laundry, the human laundry. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, the dishes. I can. I'll cook. You clean up the dishes. Okay. Um, oh, nice. Spray all the weeds around the pond. Wow. All right. And <laughs> all the weeds around the yard. Mom, all mom, right. we're, we are running a little out of time. Out of time. Yeah. Give, give me one more thing that needs to be on the list. Um. Go to the grocery store. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, after all of that list, and I know there's even more, what would his salary be? Oh, God. Um, wow. <laughs> Ten bucks an hour. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, it'd probably be like 500 a week. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, but you have free room and board, Jess. So. Yeah, free room and board and free food. I don't there want. You know. I don't want this job. I don't like any of this. But no money for extracurriculars. <laughs> no, I would have. Well, don't worry. I wouldn't have any time oh, for right. extracurriculars because I'm cleaning up the trash. The dogs. Oh, oh I forgot. You got to clean the pool. You got to keep. Okay. The pool. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Mom, I'm officially not applying for this job. <laughs> so thanks. Thanks that's, and good luck. That, that's a part of the job, so that's just a few. No, okay. no, no, no. There's <laughs> only 24 hours in a day. There's not enough time to get get all this stuff done. Sure. I, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All, all right. right. Great. Love you all. Love and you have a good day. All right. See you later, Mom. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. Nail biting is a little bit of a problem for some people. Some people bite the nails. Some people uh, pick their skin. Oh, my gosh. I do love a good nail to bite. <laughs> Whatever, I'm not alone. It, uh, research has shown that there there is a simple solution that helped like over 50% of people. And the headline is gentle touching. What? Could uh, about half the people in the study said that practicing this new hab- habit, like rubbing your fingers together or like taking your hand and just gently rubbing your arm or something, your skin... <laughs> It's enough to, like, make that urge to, uh... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay. So your nail, go away. All right. Um, yeah. Particularly nail biting. This is very... And you... And did you say that there was a... Picking their skin too. Did you say that? Yeah, I believe that it's uh, you know, 
uh, compulsively pulling or picking at your hair or skin. Ugh. Uh, things like scars and skin. Ew, ew, ew. It's so gross. Okay, that. I do have a habit of picking at the skin around my nail. I don't bite my nails, but I do pick at the skin around my nails. Um, and it, it's a problem. Like, it's it's gross, and I, well, I feel embarrassed about it. So if you find yourself wanting to do a little picking, a little biting, they say the rules to touch your body lightly. So you take your hand. Uh, do it okay. right now. I'm gonna do it with it me. right now. And oh, uh, if nice. you're under the stress, if if you if you just lightly touch it, but they say if you're under stress, I'm, you might perform the movements faster, but not with more pressure. Just, okay. Just, just, just yeah, it feels really good. I'm not going to lie, but imagine me sitting in my office like alone and then you come in and I'm just sitting there do you know where I, petting do you know, my arm. Do you know where I bite my nails the most? While I'm driving. And so imagine I'm like sitting, I don't know, what else am I supposed to do? So, so let's drive. Say, okay, go ahead. Um, I got a free hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's say you're sitting at like a stoplight or whatever, and you're just like, I really want to bite that nail. <laughs> and you got your hand up on the steering, like your left arm up at the steering wheel, and you take your right hand, and you're just rubbing away. <laughs> Somebody I'm pulls like, up, like, oh, okay. Why do I feel okay, like it's more socially acceptable to bite your nails or pick at the skin, even though those are, those are both nasty habits, than it is to just rub your arm? I don't know. <laughs> like it's... That's, you can't do that in public. Uh, yeah, just I, lightly rubbing your skin. Yeah, you can't do that out in public. And I, why do I feel like these are two different things? Stop it. <laughs> I'm rubbing my neck. He's like doing a nice soft pet on the neck. Well, that's what this okay. called for is a soft pet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not doing it. Do you want to stop picking your skin on your nails or this what? This is not. This is like people who are like, just dip your hands in hot sauce. I'm like, who can do that? You can't. Oh my gosh. No. I wish there was a medicine you could take. Anna's going to be completely against this. She's against anything that is not just do it on your own. But a medicine you could take where it's like, if you did try to bite your nails, it would taste awful. Be like, oh God. Like they make that for dogs, I think, for certain things. Yeah, no, I know. That's like the whole hot, that's what the whole hot sauce trick was. Is put, well, I guess that was more for kids sucking their thumb. Oh. It's like dip their thumb in hot sauce and. They'll never See do it how again. Long they do it after like, that. You can't have your kid running around with hot sauce on their thumb. I actually think that's a pretty good <laughs> idea, but no, that's no, it's not until they rub their eye and then uh, fair, all hell breaks fair, loose. Fine, yeah, fine, 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 fine. Gentle petting, petting, <laughs> petting. <laughs> petting, petting. <laughs> Women are getting fed up with dating apps, so they are finding new ways to uh, find their man. Oh, really? Yeah, on TikTok, there's this new thing where uh, ladies are going to fancy cocktail bars or lounges where they think wealthier men might hang around, and they just kind of go there looking cute, sit at the bar, and hope that they can spark up a conversation, possibly get their drinks paid for, and maybe meet their husband, is this and he a, happens to be rich. Is this anything new? <laughs> like, I don't. Like, let me ask you this: Are girls doing this alone, or are they going there like with like a group of their friends and sitting at the bar? No. So that's actually one of the things that they mention in all these TikTok videos: is make sure that you go alone. If you go with your friends, it's a little more intimidating. But if you're there by yourself and you look cute, a guy is more likely to approach you and start talking to you, or think that you're just out to get a free drink. Like, I don't know. Like, guys guys aren't, I mean, guys aren't as dumb as you think. They'd be like, no, oh, but- look at this girl dressed up for what? For nothing. She just came out of here to hang out by herself. Well, people do that, though. Like, but girls do go to the bar by themselves. I go to the bar by myself sometimes. I don't know. Do and not just, to find right. a, not just to find my rich husband either. I Sometimes I'll just go to enjoy a drink. But right, Okay, let me ask you this. Because you, you don't have a rich husband right now. So, no. <laughs> um, 
have you been going to the right places to find this man? Like, do you need to adjust your uh, your locations? I will admit, after watching several TikTok videos, mm. I have looked up the fanciest cocktail lounges in Cincinnati <laughs> to see if like, do I have the wrong idea here? And I do visit some of the places that were on the list. Like, you know, they have the Somerset, an OTR that has, it's almost like you're I've in a, a uh, greenhouse. They yeah. have all the plants mm-hmm. that was on there. You know, it's the usual spots. So I maybe know. the problem is I need to go solo a little more often or I don't the problem is I, I know where you're where you currently have been going and it's not where where it's, I mean knockback Nats is not <laughs> like it's you go to this wing place downtown and it's just like and I'm not gonna mention all these places okay. but you go you go to some real hole in the wall places sometimes it's like you, you get what you pay for okay you know what, I'm saying? what kind I mean, of guy do you want I mean, somebody I that's good at darts I'm, I don't, I'm confused like I don't know a part of me wants the hole in the wall kind of a guy and then the other part is like no maybe I need a doctor. Oh my god! Oh, why can't oh I have my both? gosh! And then there's this whole thing of like, I get it. Like, if you're going there to meet the guy, like you're you're looking for a man of a certain status. That's okay. Yeah. But then you threw in the thing of maybe get your drinks paid for, and I'm like, now nah, you're just taking advantage. Well, I didn't say I'm doing it. I'm Are like, you not? Is that not uh, a part I, of your plan to look up well, these fancy cocktails? I haven't boats? done it yet. I'm gonna ask this if a little I try, more directly. I'll let you know. Go ahead. Is this a part of your plan to go find a man and also get drinks paid for? Is that a part of the plan? It's okay. I'm not going to judge you. I'm just going to highlight it. If I meet if I meet a man who's interested in buying my drinks, I will allow him to buy the drinks. I asked a, a girl. Is that came, fair? That's fair. A girl came up to me one time at a bar. This is forever ago. And I'm not good in these conversations. And it was not a fancy bar. But she came up to me and she started talking to me. Yeah. She goes, what's your favorite drink? I go, oh, I'm not a big drinker. Oh. And, and she goes, and, and I said something. I just drink beer or whatever. She goes, <laughs> Lame. <gasps> she said that. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> she was trying to hit on you. And you yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, she's like, oh, found this, my victim. Uh, this guy, not even close. But she didn't get a drink out of me. That's <laughs> you wouldn't have sure. known when to buy her. No, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't gonna lie. Jesse and Anna's truth jar. This is something that we do every day. Take a question out of our truth jar. You have to answer it honestly. Maybe it'll reveal something that we don't know about you, Jesse. It's your turn. What is something that your therapist has told you that has stuck with you? Oh, man, I do therapy once a week. I love it. Totally recommend anybody should do it. And there's a couple of things. Um, one is I run this test a lot. Basically, sometimes when I stand up for myself against yeah. anybody, yeah. I stand up for myself. And in the moment, I feel pretty good about it. But then afterwards, I, you know... If it makes things awkward or complicated, I might feel the need to apologize because, oh, I was the one that made things awkward, yada, yada, yada. But let's say I'm standing up for myself because I think the other person did something wrong. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. It. I understand. Yeah. Let's say, let's say you, Anna, said <laughs> something to me and I took offense to it. Uh, yeah. And uh, I called you out for it on the fly, off the air, whatever. I called you out for it. And I was slightly, I was just super direct about it. And then, you know, you just get in this mood or whatever like that. And you wouldn't talk to me for a little bit. I might, old Jesse might apologize for that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. And so I told my therapist this. And she's like, she goes, when that happens, when you're feeling those feelings of you did something wrong. Yeah. You need to ask yourself, uh, was what you said wrong? Is it? incorrect did what you did was it wrong yeah 
No, it wasn't. I was literally addressing something, and I do not, re- I don't, I'm not questioning what I said. She goes, yeah. that's all you need to know. You weren't mean or anything. You yeah, didn't you, you weren't didn't treat the person poorly. You just stood up for yourself. Said what you felt. And she's like, if you're not wrong, then don't feel bad about it. I go, huh. Interesting. <laughs> Is it really that easy though? <laughs> it's it's just a good reminder. Yeah. To, it's okay to stick up for yourself. Yeah. And for people that are really good at doing that, they're probably like, well, this is the dumbest advice ever. But for people like me that yeah. are non-confrontational, yeah. when you do something like that, you might be fired up in the moment and you might just say all kinds of things. But afterwards, you're like, oh, something feel feels kind of weird yeah. in the air. I don't like it. We're not on the same level we normally are. So I, I got to fix this problem. I have to apologize. Even though it wasn't your fault. Even though it, it wasn't was their your fault. fault. And now they can then use that against you in the future because now you're basically saying, sorry, I was wrong. And it if they want to take fault. advantage of you, they'll be like, yeah, you were wrong. And then you're in this weird little gaslighting thing. And yeah, that's so exactly just, what that would be. So just own it. If you say it, you said it for a reason. So, yeah, okay. that's one of those things I've taken from uh, I need from to. my old, I, you know, I don't know, pay 255 bucks a month. I'm just saying. Okay. Do it. I know. No, that's a good, that is a good piece of advice because I'm the same as you. I say sorry all the time. I had a old sorry for? I had a, my prior therapist who wasn't my favorite, he said that people tend to say sorry too much or they say it in situations where you don't need to. Me? And that, but that really <laughs> messed with my brain for a while because there's times where if, like if somebody tells me they're having a rough day or something. Your natural reaction is like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, you're not referring to that, I hope, right? Because I don't know what else to say to something in those moments. Oh, that sucks. It's unfortunate that you are feeling that way today. Wow. (laughs) We all have days like that. I know. I know how you feel. (laughs) You know what? In the moment, sometimes I'm sorry is the best thing to say to somebody. Sorry you feel that way. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. That sucks. Like, you know. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nothing crazy. thanks for a little bit of advice from the therapist. Just know that if I stand up for myself, Anna, I was right. You were wrong. Oh, is that how it goes? Yeah, that's what it is. The heat wave is finally making its way over to us. Like, I'm looking at the weather, and Friday says a high of 99. Mm. And there are a few hacks I found online to help you yourself stay cool at night. Okay. Because what's worse when you try to fall asleep and it's too hot? It's awful. Ugh, it's horrible. So something that you can do is put your pillowcase in the freezer. Uh, like, a, a little bit before you go to bed. Don't make it rock solid, because then the... That'd be uncomfortable. Yeah. But if you put your pillowcase in the freezer, maybe let's say 30, 40 minutes before you go to bed, then when you lay down, ah, it'll cool off your head and your face. Can I can I say something stupid real quick? Yeah, go ahead. A, a, an ice cold pillowcase yeah. isn't really going to hold the cold for all that long. I'm being a little cynical. I understand okay. right now. Just put the whole pillow in the freezer. <laughs> Well, Just kidding. What kind of freezer are we working with? Because I live That's in an true. apartment That's and true. my Mine freezer is, is only going to fit a pillowcase. I think they make pillows, like actual cooling pillows too. Jesse, okay. okay. This is for I, people who want to save money. Oh, I don't know okay. about you. All right, fine. Mr. Moneybags blowing mm. money over here. Me, on the other hand, I'm balling on a budget. Taking your pillowcases <laughs> off of the uh, off your pillow, put them in the freezer and taking them out. Or just get like a little blanket to cool down. That's what I I guess I would do. Little little something that you don't have to take the pillowcase off, but just like a little throw blanket, like one oh, of those. Oh, and put that in the freezer. Like one of those Reds blankets we get yeah. as like little giveaways. Throw that in the freezer, cool it down, and then lay on top of that for a little bit. Sure. Just for a bit, yeah. Because I would say once it starts to melt, is that what I'm trying to? It's not ice, but once it starts to get a little wet, it wouldn't get wet. It wouldn't. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, After hold on. After it's been in the free, right? Hold on, hold on. 
Hold on. I'm, I'm misunderstanding something. Right. This is a dry pillowcase that you put in the freezer, right? Yes. But it will s- never get wet. When get- something is cold and you take it out of the freezer, what, doesn't... What freezes? Moisture. Unless... It might be a little stiff, but there's not much moisture in a dry pillowcase. If you wet it down before you put it in the freezer... Have you ever a- put a completely dry glass in the freezer and when you take it out, what is that? It's called condensation. Right? Yeah, but not enough where it's going to melt. No. Not me- melt. Melt was the wrong word, but it will there get will not like be, damp. No, I don't think so. I think it's just be cold. Try it tonight. I don't I'm think so. I really to. don't. I think it no. has to get wet. No. Does it? The only thing that would make it wet would be moisture. There's no... Uh, I'm try gonna, it. I'm going to have to try, try it tonight because this Bill this Nye, the science solved. guy over here. I know. What? One of us is saying something really dumb, and I don't know who it is. I think I know. I think it's you. I just, I'm willing to be wrong, but I don't think I am. You think you're right on this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Either way, it's going to be a mess. We'll find out tonight. I don't know. Let me know tomorrow. This is unacceptable. The giant Cincinnati sign at the Duke Energy Convention Center, Uh they are talking about getting rid of it? Well, because they're doing a big renovation of Cincinnati, the Duke Energy Convention Center. Sure, And that's maybe great. a part of the renovations would be to replace the sign. Yeah, I think it's a bad idea. No, they're just talking about it. It's not official. And the reason is they say, well, we still want something to be there. So when people drive into our city, like it's welcoming and they know they're in Cincinnati. But what they would possibly replace it with is a sign that they could change to say different things. To be more versatile. Yes. So maybe if it's you know, the holidays, it'll be like, happy holidays or little things like that. And that's great. I can understand where they're coming from. But oh. This Cincinnati sign, I feel like it's an iconic, it's part of the city. It says that it's been there for 17 years. Yeah. I could tell you 17 years ago, I was what, like 11, 11 or so years old? Mm-hmm. For me, it, I don't remember Cincinnati without the sign. I remember when they put it up. <laughs> Do you? So, okay, you see? So like, I remember a time before it. And at first, I remember there were people that was like, that's tacky when they first put it up. Really? Oh, yes. And that brings me to my point of of your feelings on this. Nobody likes change. Nobody likes change. When this whole discussion yesterday about, oh, you can't rename Paul Brown Stadium, Paycor Stadium. <laughs> Look, we've forgotten about that already. It's like, oh, it's Paycor. Remember? No. Oh, yeah. We did used to call that Paul Brown Stadium. Okay. But the thing is, they're not. I cannot imagine three CDC or whoever is going to take a step in the backwards direction. I can imagine it being, maybe it's going to be a giant LED sign that still says Cincinnati a lot of the time. But did you see the giant sphere they put in Las Vegas? It's got an eyeball on it. It's a big round globe that's nothing but LED panels now. Oh, really? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you've ordered that. I've got to look that up. It's this giant ball. Yeah. uh, And it's nothing but video screens, and it's got like globes on it sometimes, and sometimes it's an eye blinking. I'm not saying they do that, but like if it's an LED screen, Maybe they may make it look like 3D. It should have this like yeah. cool new look. Instead of changing the colors and say "Who Day" or "Go yeah. Reds," or I, it I could see be even what better. It would be I? I'm not convinced that it could be better. I'd need to see that. Couldn't afford. Do you me. believe it? I mean, you it's do so not cool like when they change. change the colors. Jesse, I love change. I'm the person who gets. I can't do the same thing every day because I get bored too easily. Yeah, but but what I don't like changing is history. I just stop. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> You're done. 
No, my you childhood. don't like change, but you but you won't change when you are wrong. <laughs> I'm you know, stubborn. you're so stubborn. I, I will admit that I'm stubborn. I don't know what. Listen, if it, say. if it's better, fine. But I just don't see that. If it's right better, now. fine. I guess do it. Whatever. All right. Well, we'll leave it up to them. You're okay. not on the panel. Yeah, this here's the three C D C. The temperature that experts recommend for energy savings during the summer for your air conditioner is 78 degrees. That's insane. I saw John Mattarese on Channel 9 talking about this yesterday, and I'm sure that number is correct, by the way. I'm not doubting that. And I am a person that is all of right? I'm a person that's all about saving money. I wash all my clothes in cold water. I, yeah. You know, Anna's constantly burning energy, leaving ceiling fans running all the time. And I'm like, yeah. I'm against that. But 78 degrees. What do you have your thermostat set to? When I'm home during the summer, it's essentially about 73. Oh, wow. Even I think that's... 73, 70. But when I get in bed, I have it set to go down to 71 because it is a little easier to sleep when it's cooler. Two degrees. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. All right. 78. The warmest I could probably have it in my house when I'm in there is probably 75-ish and it starts to feel a little stuffy. So a couple degrees can make a difference. So I don't know if they're just saying like 78 is the temperature be when you're not home. I that's I didn't read that part. All I've read is that the U.S. Department of Energy says in the summer, set your thermostat to 78 degrees. That is the perfect temp. And this is wild to me because, well, this week is supposed to be especially hot. The heat wave is finally hitting Cincinnati. The high on Thursday, it, it was 98 last time I checked. So that's only 20 degrees 20, that's cooler a big difference. than, and we're in a, a heat wave. Like, that is a big difference. 20 degrees, not, not You won't not, die in 78 well, degrees. You might die, die in 98. Okay, you're not going to die, but still, you're not going to be cool. Well, I think this might come from the whole standpoint of like how high the power bill is. So I do, I understand it. And there's, you know... I mean, you don't want to just turn it off though during the day. You don't want to. You don't want heat running wild because then you're going to be dealing with the heat the entire rest of the night after you get home from work. If you kept your shades closed and just turned off your thermostat completely, I think you'd be. Shocked. It'd probably be 78. Like, no, no. what's is it even kicking on I, at all? If I you think, have it set to 78, let me tell you something about my house. My house is like almost 80 years old, Anna. It's all brick on the outside, yeah. and it takes one day where it's like 90 degrees. In that day, my house won't get hot on the inside. It's the next day when all that heat has finally baked in and it's gone through the wood and it's inside my house. You can't get rid of it if you allow your house to get that hot. So you have to get ahead of it. So set your thermostat at 78 and it'll maybe kick on maybe once every other day. I don't know. That's what I just, I don't know. Grover, Grover's in here. Grover, do you see the John Mattery 78 degree temperature Uh thing? What temperature do you and Holly keep your Yes, big Dave's up. You guys want to guess? Now, you you know I live with Holly and my daughter, Sophia, so I'm outnumbered. What do you think my thermostat is set on for air conditioning? 70. 70, Anna? That was going to be my guess because of... (laughs) 68. Okay. That's great. It does feel good, but of course, I'm like Jesse a little bit like, damn. What would you, if it was all up to you, Grover... 70? Oh, that's still lower than what Jesse has. And a little bit ago, she's like, uh, oh, two degrees really makes a big... It does make a big difference. It does. It does. Here's the thing. I have to admit, it does feel better at 68. I run a little hot. I like it at 68. I'm just like you, trying to balance, like... Just a little... Just trying to put up with a little bit warmer. Discomfort, just, just to a save tad. a little bit of money. But the girls just don't. They're like you, Anna. They're just like, nah, nah, nah. I don't care. Like money grows on trees. Well, just like in the winter, though, they wanted it 74 for the heat. I'm I like, know. What that's happened to 68 <laughs> in the summer? <laughs>
<laughs> All right. That's how I am too. Pushing a button there with Crow. Yeah. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. My emotion today is optimism. Oh. Very optimistic. I don't really talk about this particular thing on the air too much because I know people, I feel like people would roll their eyes if I say that I'm trying to lose some weight. People oh. get on my case, oh, you need to lose some weight. I'm like, listen, I've got personal goals. And when I tell you that I have gained 15 pounds in less than a year, people are like, really? Yeah, my scale doesn't lie. Oh, and <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but just trust me. I have a whole slew of shirts I can't wear right now. Yeah. Because they, they're just a little huggy. They what hug a little too much. And I'm optimistic because I'm locking my calories down a little bit. And we're living around the 1,900 calorie range per day. Whoa. And I just want to do it for like a week or so and uh, just to see if I can. But it's tough. At first, I was like, I don't know if I can restrict myself on these calories. Because, yeah. you know, I pretty much eat like six times a Every day. couple hours. Yeah. So I'm eating just as many times per day, but I had to lower the amount per time. And that's the part where my body is not happy with it. But things are going well so far. Getting ready to go into day number three. And you've been sticking to it so far. I haven't cheated yet. You haven't cheated? Okay. Well, nope. yeah, I'm proud of you. Yep. I, I hate to put a damper on the mood, but I'm feeling a little bit uh, hopeless tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I should've, you should have gone first. Uh, I can turn this ship around. Um, I'm feeling a little hopeless because earlier in the show, we were talking about ghost lighting, <laughs> which is like people when they're dating someone and they kind of like ghost them, they just sort of vanish out of their lives yep. after going out and then... When the person confronts them, they gaslight them. And they're like, well, I wasn't, you know, ghosting you. I was just busy. Mm. And I realized that I think I'm sort of guilty of that occasionally. <sighs> and it sounds way worse when you call it ghosting and gaslighting combined. Well, because both of those are not super great things. Yeah, they're terrible. And, uh. Uh, you know, I've been trying at this whole dating thing for so long. And it's like, maybe I'm just going about it wrong. I just feel kind of... <sighs> There was a solution. Hopeless. I think be single. <laughs> okay, well that's not what I'm talking about. You do this all the time. Where you're just like, I just, I, we'll I just think I'm meant out. to be alone. Well, I'm just going to delete all my dating apps. It's dramatic. I'm going to reevaluate in a couple of months. I'm like, Anna, I keep giving you the solution. I'm not going to say it right now. It starts with a T. I'm not going to say oh, it. Therapy. And you're going to say you don't have enough money. I'm telling you. But it's okay. You can only prioritize what you think needs prioritized right now. You know what I saw the other day online? And I knew you would love this and I didn't want to share it with you, but here mm. we go. It said, basically it said, you should not be dating if your life is chaotic. <laughs> Whoa. And I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I got the chaos Check part. Check that box. Um, so maybe that's all it is. So maybe it's I okay. need to get Just something to think about. Don't rush it. in the chaos. All right. Well, uh, I hope things get better for you tonight. Yeah, we'll end We'll end on a positive note. Uh, yeah, yes. Sure. I, yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com. 